Well, well, well. Good evening, good people. How are you doing out there? This is Dwayne. 525,600 minutes in a year, 365 days in a year, 168 hours in the week. How are you spending your time? How is your mind, body, and soul holding up during this time of COVID-19 and isolation? I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. If you can hear the music in the background, this is uh, an artist, Ty Trivet. He produced this song probably within the month, I'm sure. We're going to be all right, ebonically speaking. <laughs> all right. So I do a live workout on Facebook Live every morning. I'm committing to 90 days of working out. And I'm trying to do my part, mind, body, and soul connection. So if you want to join me, join in 7.30 a.m. every morning, 8.30 p.m. every evening for a stretch. But in the morning, mind, body, soul connection, workout session, different types of music, just flow to try and help in this time when people are just trying to stay sane. Anyway, I won't be long on this podcast, but I just wanted to encourage some souls where I can. Why at the same time encouraging myself to stay in the game? So we're going to be all right. I got to keep saying that every day. We're going to be all right. Got to keep saying it over and over again. Like, like we going to be all right. I ain't worried about it. Come on now. Don't you worry about it. Over and over again. Just keep saying it. We going to be all right. And I keep saying it's going to get better for my son and my daughter. It's going to get better. Don't worry. We going to be all right. Generation after generation after generation have been saying this over and over and over again in my community. I just saw a dynamic, dynamic video of a young man, Timothy Ware, who's an actor, amazing, gifted person. He did an incredible poem in honor of the young gentleman, Ahmad, I believe his name was, uh, who was viciously gunned down in Georgia. Well, there are a lot of people upset. A lot of people upset, right? Because in broad daylight, two men, Caucasian men, decided that his life was not valuable. They decided that he was uh, a threat to the community. He fit the description uh, in their words. He fit the description of someone who was going through the neighborhood and doing some type of harm, which was an untruth. Uh, the gentleman was just out on a jog. Here is taxpaying citizen, good person from all we hear, athlete. A lot of people love this man and someone decided he was not worthy to breathe another breath 
It's amazing to me, decade after decade, century after century, how people remind people that look like me. Yes, I do happen to be African-American, for those of you who don't know. They remind us, they try to remind us that no matter how far you think you've grown, no matter... If you have a black man as president of the United States of America, guess what? Some of us still think of you. We still think that you are less than a DOG. Isn't it interesting? I've grown up with dogs all my life. And it occurred to me many years ago, people will see me walking down the street with my dog and acknowledge my dog before they acknowledge me. Isn't that something? Oh, look at the dog. Isn't the dog so cute? Oh, not even a human being. How are you today? Nothing, just dog. And some people actually acknowledge the dog and don't even acknowledge me as a human. Now, I've been told stories of many, many things by my parents, by my aunts and uncles, by historians, by many, many people about our story, about our struggle, about our struggle, about our struggle, about the history of my people, kings and queens captured, brought to a world and a nation that is so foreign to them. It's amazing. In 2020, we are still dealing with the extreme madness of extremists, local terrorists. There's no other way to say it. Everybody tiptoes around it. These people are terrorists. Yes, I said it. They're terrorists. And it's a shame that I have to wake up and think if this would be my last day because somebody decides that I don't deserve to have breath. I took a trip to the grocery store tonight to Target, put my headphones in, kept my head down, prayed in the car, prayed before I got out of the car, prayed the whole time I was in Target that nothing would go down. Just make it back to my fam. And I keep saying we're going to be all right. I keep saying it. I keep saying it. I keep believing it. I keep wanting it to happen over and over again. A healing. Something to take place. Somebody to say this is enough, right? Over and over again. You just keep. It's so painful. It's beyond painful. I can only imagine what the gentleman's family is going through. And those people who truly knew him, the people who truly loved him, the people that really, really were like in his corner, like I can only imagine what they're feeling. And my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to them. If he had children, I don't know. I'm not sure. But I'm so sad. Because it won't be the last, right? Anyway, what is the solution to all of this? Does anyone have the answer? I wish I had the answer. 
I don't necessarily have the answer. Here's what I do know. Fact. There is no universal moral code. There is no universal moral code. There is no universal moral code. There are basically no morals that we as a collective human race actually follow. Keep saying we're going to be all right, but we don't have any morals anymore. They're very selective when we do have them. And then people have selective amnesia when it comes to a lot of things. But what are we going to do? I just don't understand that. What are we going to tell our kids? What are we going to tell our kids? I tell my kids every day that I love them. I tell them every day that they are special. They are gifts to this world. And I prepare them as well. My daughter's 11. My son is 8. I prepare them. I still say, look, what's most important is love. And prayerfully, you felt that from me. And if daddy happens to be taken away earlier than anticipated you've got to keep going you've got to keep living you've got to keep believing you've got to reach every goal that you have for yourself i say this now and i've said it even before this whole lockdown situation situation happened it's just sometimes you walk around unfortunately and uh, you know you're a marked man And I say, but by the grace of God, there go I. Why? Because I've had so many similar experiences where I've been pulled over, lights in my face, guns drawn, you fit the description, get on the ground, don't ask any questions. I've been robbed by even my brothers with guns in my head, to my side, like, it's real. I felt it. I felt the pistol against my head. I know, I felt machine guns or whatever they are those those automatic I, I felt them at my side traumatizing and people are like it's alright don't worry about it you'll, you'll be alright don't worry about it you know, it's just a part of what you, what you gotta go through black man in America you know you just gotta go through that you shouldn't you know ask for help you, you should know how to get through it you should be tough and you know Anyway, I'm not going to go on and on. A lot of people don't want to really hear the story. But guess what? I'm going to write books about it. Maybe someone would be interested in the story. I had an idea for a great book, which I'm going to start. And once it comes out, I hope all of you go out and get it. I think I'm going to try to do it within the next 30 days. Try to get it written and published and out to the world because um, again I don't think that anyone can really tell my story the way I can tell it and I want to tell a couple of stories before I leave this side but such a shame and what's interesting is I, I appreciate everyone you know lending their voice in other communities but there is a massive healing that needs to take place within my community as a whole in general. Just from all the stuff. Let me just say stuff. Because our people just have lingering stuff 
that we've never dealt with as a people. We have never healed mentally from all of the mental damage, all the physical damage, all of the abuse. We've never dealt with it as a people. We've not ever had a mass healing. Let's forget about religion. That has failed. And it's so sad. A lot of my people pray, 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 pray. We got to, yes, we, we pray to our father for answers, but we got to find some answers here for ourselves too. We got to. We got to start talking to one another, figure out how we going to get this healing going, man. I mean, come on. We have family issues, right? Brothers and sisters, right? Won't even... I can tell you, man, it's sad. But then once people are gone, people want to cry, blah, blah, blah. But while people are here, they don't want to do no healing. We have to heal. And after our community heals, we got to try to heal this nation. Come on now. Keep saying we're going to be all right. But when is it going to be all right for everybody? Life, liberty, and their pursuit happiness i've been pursuing it pursuing it pursuing it as soon as i think i get a little bit here they go bam guess what you're still nothing smacked in the face knocked down you're nothing you'll never work again you'll you think you're talented you're gifted you think you're gifted you're arrogant you're it's like dude i'm just trying to make it man i send a shout out to all my people I lift you up in prayer. I lift you up. There is a mass healing that needs to take place. I say it again. There is a mass healing that needs to take place. We mourn. We mourn. We mourn. We never truly heal. We mourn. We mourn. We never truly heal. We have never healed. We need a massive healing. Enough of chasing millions and billions of dollars. We need a healing so that the next generation and the generation after can be all right. I thought my generation would be the one to fix this madness. But here we are, 2020, dealing with the same issues. You don't deserve to be here, black man. You're a threat. You're running in our community, and he lived there. <laughs> this is our community. You pay property taxes, but it's their community. You don't belong. Citizens arrest, so I'm going to shoot you once. No, I'm going to shoot you twice. No, I'm going to shoot you three times and make sure you're dead. No remorse. Well, seems as though enough people have made an uproar about it, enough phone calls that the two gentlemen have been... Charged with murder. Charged with murder. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm not holding my breath. What are they going to do? I don't know. They're going to charge him and then let him go home and wait till trial. I don't know. They're going to get to trial, get a jury that looks all like them and get acquitted. They fear for their safety. You know, the same old, same old. Who knows? Well, I don't know. 
I don't know what we're going to do as a people, as a nation. It's sad. I'm very sad. But I keep saying it's going to be all right. <laughs> I keep trying to laugh through the pain. Had a massive cry this morning. I was going to do my workout this morning and I listened to the song that I'm playing now and the tears just kept flowing and they wouldn't stop. You really can't tell people about it because they tell you you got to man up, be a man, don't cry, you know? So you don't show anybody your pain in that way. Listen, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep believing that maybe one day it'll get better and my children will actually live in a civilized society where they can really grow up to be the men and women that they want to be without somebody telling them they're nothing, without somebody trying to take their life. Well, it is a, uh, it's a goal. that I pray one day actually uh, is reached for their sake because my children are beautiful souls and so many other children and people in the world are beautiful and wonderful anyway good people I hope that mind body and soul you are well and I pray for protection for your family in this nation and around the world that we may come out of this better than we went in. I'm going to keep my faith. I'm going to keep pushing forward. This was a venting session, I believe. But truly blessings to everyone. Thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I hope that you might choose to subscribe to this podcast if it's your first time listening to it. There's so much information, but I do love everybody. Even those who do not like me, I still do. Family and all. Because <laughs> there are some family members who uh, don't like me, unfortunately. But I press forward. Love you anyway. All right, y'all. We're going to be all right. I'll talk to you a little later.